a tree You don't even wanna talk to me Well, it's old, I know it, but I can't let go He won't take me back when I come around Says he's sorry, then he puts me out I got a big chain around my neck And I'm broken down like a train wreck Well, it's old
This is KSFLLP Portland, the Portland Radio Project at 99.1 FM. And I'm Patrick here with your weekly mixtape each Thursday night from 7 to 8. And I'm really excited about this week's show. We have an incredible local musician, Nicole Poltowski, is here with us tonight. That last song was Get Out from her latest record, You Want to Know About Me, which came out in June. So welcome, Nicole. Thanks for being here tonight. Thank you, Patrick. I'm so excited to be here. Well, you know, your song, your album is filled with songs of love and loss and redemption. And I, and I heard somewhere that you don't write love songs. Uh, but it seems... <laughs> It seems to me that your album is filled with love songs. So tell us about that. I love that you're saying that. Yeah, I, I have a, a song that I had written um, that I read. I talk a lot about how I don't write love songs. It's like part of my shtick. And my, my friends have all been on me recently saying like, no, it's time. It's time for you to start writing songs about romantic love. And I felt, you know, like I've been trying to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this isn't right. This isn't working. Um, so I decided that my new shtick was going to be actually all of my songs are love songs. Even the ones about grief and loss. Um, um, I read recently that grief is the other side of love. Yep. I think that's which I right. Which I think is absol- absolutely true. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of strong women in your songs about, you know, it seems about songs about power is pretty central to your work. Is that, are these family stories? Is this upbringing? Yes. Yes. Um, I was raised mostly by women. Um, my, my mom was a single mom, so I spent a lot of time with my aunts and my grandmothers. And I knew my great-grandmother. My great-great-grandmother was alive when I was born. That's amazing. And, and <laughs> My family is, uh, they're from the South and they tell stories all the time about, about not exactly ancestors, but people who have recently passed as if they hadn't. Mm-hmm. So they would just talk about them all of the time. So I knew these stories of powerful women and the lives they'd led. All the women in my family worked, they owned businesses. They, they were just powerful. So stories were central to growing up. I mean, these yes. are not stories you just collected. They were, they were there being told and, and you're keeping it alive for your family. Absolutely. But I will say that I did collect them. So yeah. I, I've like hundreds of hours of recordings of interviews of, which is just, you know, tremendous. Yeah. Um, like what a gift to your family. Gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every, every kid that has a genealogy project, like a, <laughs> a third cousin, you know, is like, hold on. We know just who you need to call. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. That's well, cool. That's great. So, you know, before we get back to music, just important to note that, uh, Support comes from listeners like everyone out there who help us bring local musicians like Nicole to PRP. So please take a moment, go over to PRP.FM and click on the support button. So next up, Nicole, we're going to play the title track from your album and um, what you want to know about me. And it it seems like that's an invitation to 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 your listeners to know about you and know about your life stories. Can you tell us a little bit about how that came to be? Well, my songwriting is a, mostly about my life. There, there are certainly stories that are about women in my family or other people, but mostly it's, it's what I'm really trying to do is understand myself. Um, and I think a lot of artists will say that, is yeah. that their writing is about, you know, who am I now? Who have I been? Who do I want to be? How do I, how do I be my best? And so 
while it is an invitation for um, listeners and fans and other people to know about me, to know about Nicole, it's also my invitation to myself. Like you, Nicole, in the mirror, you want to know about me. Yeah. Um, which is what this is all about for me. Well, it's what makes it such a great record. So here's the title track from that record. Enjoy, everybody. So closely, so ghostly, in me. Just ask what you want to know about me. Do you want to know about me?
just after 720 here at prp.fm we're community radio show bringing you a great mix of music each and every day a great mix of local music i'm patrick and i'm super super excited to have nicole Pultowski here in the studio tonight she has an incredible new record out that we're playing tracks from tonight that last tune though was shine on by may Irwine, one of the singers nicole is listening to these days so nicole your album is filled with stories and uh, clearly you're a collector of stories that is comes through loud and clear so uh Talk about storytelling as part of your family, your family lore. Um, well, honestly, in the South, it's kind of just a thing. People, you're like, how are you? And there's a lo- there are multiple sentences that come with the answer, right? <laughs> it's like, it's just part of the way things are. Um, and there were just big characters in my family. And if you didn't, if you weren't entertaining, 
you were never going to be listened to. You were never, no one, you could like starve to death in the corner and people would forget <laughs> you were there unless you like fought your way into a conversation, which is really interesting living in the Pacific Northwest because there's a more of a, there's more polite boundaries around communication. <laughs> and so folks aren't like jumping over each other all of the time. And I've had to really learn to dial dial it back. So is there a um, hierarchy of who was telling stories in the family or it was just a free for all? It was a free for all. So, and everybody had their role, right? So they were like the, the rye, like one liner person in the corner or the person who was like driving a really um, intense, mystical, scary story forward. Um, and then people would, you know, add in and then say, well, I, let me tell you something else about that person. Or let me tell you something else about that. What happened? No, no, no. <laughs> that's not how that went at all kind of thing. So is it sort of like a, uh, those big fish stories, you know, they just get bigger yes, and bigger. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Only they got like more like, um, scandalous <laughs> to be honest. And, and I was telling you when, when the music was playing that my family owned honky tonk bars. Mm -hmm. So they were bar owners. So they, you know, they were used to like sitting in a bar and yeah. you know talking to people all day long. Well, I, I listened to a, a talk you gave and you, one of the parts of your talk, you said about uh, going down to your grandma's, going down to the honky tonk bar and not really having any one to hang out with except for the jukebox. Yeah. And uh, that must've been quite informative experience. Is that, you know, those you songs inform an, music now? Yeah. You name an eighties country song and I can sing it. <laughs> I'll tell you that for sure for nothing. Uh, but yes, it absolutely informs my songwriting. Um, the, the next song that's about to play is, is about a time where I lived in a little town in Missouri. It's mm -hmm. the, the song's called my hometown. Um, it's where I lived right before I moved to Portland on the Missouri river. A uh, little town called Hartsburg, population 100. And I, I played music there and I was a bartender there. And um, so I, I, I had my time, my honky tonk bar time Excellent. as well as an adult. Um, so I still, I still love that scene. I love to play in those, in those places and in those towns. And um, that, that town was my hometown briefly, but the title of this next song is yeah. my hometown. Um, but it wasn't, you know, where I was born and raised. I was just hanging out there. Well, the imagery in the song, and I just love that, uh, the idea of jam sessions on a Sunday, just to, you know, what that brings to life for, for those of us who love music. Is that, was that happening every oh, Sunday? Yes, every Sunday. There was, a, there was a man who would wheel in an oxygen tank, <laughs> and he was probably, you know, 82. He played stand-up bass. He'd, you know, wheel in his tank, and his, his, his daughter, you know, his younger younger daughter, who was like, you know, 57 would carry in his instrument and there were all these people that would gather and in the summer they gathered on the banks of the river every sunday yeah. clockwork 11 a.m um that was that was a blissful time in life because you could just sit in yep. and that's that's kind of where i learned um about keeping my songwriting more simple mm -hmm. I, I played a song in the jam session that had a it had a key change, and there was a old farmer came over to me afterward. He said, "You know, I just want to tell you I really like that song, but you know, you gotta you gotta keep it simple so people can join in." <laughs> and I realized, like, oh, that's just true. That's just true. Right. Um, but I just you have to say really quickly. I met a woman, a just uh, a friend of a friend, a couple nights ago, and she was like, "Oh, Missouri! I I've been to Missouri. I was a uh, I rode along the Katy Trail, and I went to the coolest music place. It was the coolest place I've ever been. It's like hippies <laughs> on the river." And You're I was like, like, "I know that." I place. was like, "That's where I lived. That's where I was living." Oh my God. And I was like, "Let me get a CD for you out of the car. Listen to this song." 
<laughs> well, we anyway. are going to play My Hometown next. And if you're loving Nicole's music the, as much as I do, she brought some CDs in. And so if you will text 27299 using the keyword Nicole, the first two people to text in will get you uh, one of Nicole's CDs. So this is My Hometown by Nicole Pulowski.
Well, that was Casey Musgraves and her song, Merry Go Round. Dang, I love that song. So thank you, Nicole, for the suggestion and bringing that to us tonight. This is The Mixtape, and I'm Patrick here every Thursday night, 99.1 FM. Or you can catch us on the web at prp.fm. I'm here with Nicole Potulski. <laughs> I think I've said it different every time. Apologize about that. No worries. So, you know, you write a lot about strong women. You write a lot about... Um, that are personal and reflective. So who do you listen to? Who, who should we go to that are, who are you listening to these days to help us? Well, right now I'm listening to a lot of songs that are written by Shane McAnally and at mm. all. And so that song we just listened to Mary, the merry go round. Um, he wrote that with Casey Musgraves and he is, the, the thing that I love about the songs that he writes is what you were just saying, is that you can hear this kind of pleasant melody. It just sounds like if you didn't pay close attention to the words, you would think it was kind of almost a love song or a sweet song about a small town. Um, but you listen closely. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. It's being trapped. It's it's you know, like the cycle of poverty. Yeah. It's um, it's really a profoundly beautiful song and powerful song. And not just the content and the story, but the turns of phrase and the mm-hmm. lyrics are so genius. Yeah. Um, anybody who's ridden in my car in the last two months has heard me li- listen to this song <laughs> as well as... Um, my car too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what's really... The, part of the reason I'm listening so closely to Shane McAnally is that um, Shane Mas- McAnally is listening pretty closely to me. Yeah, that's and good stuff. And he's... Um, He's a producer, so he produced that song with Casey Musgraves and that album, and I believe he won a Grammy and a CMA and everything, song of the year and an album of the year and an artist of the year, and um, he was behind that, Yeah. and he came to a house concert that I did in Nashville um, a couple months ago, and he... um, we're, you know, he wants to work with me. We're not quite sure what's going to happen, like how nice. that's going to work. Is that going to be more songwriting? Is that going to be another album? But um, we're figuring it out. And it's it's like the stuff of little girl dreams. Yeah. So he, after he came to the house concert, he sent me to his um, publishing company to meet with his, his staff and play some songs for them. So I got to play um, songs surrounded by Platinum Records. Like floor to ceiling. Living the dream, right? It was yep. It was absolutely the dream. Well, you know, before we uh, introduce our last song, you know, what uh, you're talking about that house concert, things like what else do you have coming up that, that folks out there might want to tune into or projects you got going on? Right now, I'm doing a lot of house concerts and I'm doing a lot of songwriting. Um, and I'm going back into the studio to record a handful of songs that I'll probably release one at a time as opposed to another album. Um, so I'm not doing a ton of performances around, around town right now, except for house concerts. But if you're interested in coming to a house concert or better still, if you're interested in hosting a house concert, um, you can go to my website. Yeah, you can go, you can actually just go to the PRP website and see, uh, access to me and send a note and I would, um, get back to you. Great. So, um, you know, we're going to close out with one last song of yours tonight. And, uh, it is a deeply personal song and it, it is, uh, a lot of your songs seem about your childhood and growing up. And this song, uh, which is called What If You Don't, seems a little bit different to those, but it fits in so beautifully. So can you just tell us a little bit about that And as we uh, say goodbye to you tonight? I'd love to tell you about that song. Um, I wrote it when I lived in that little town in Missouri during the time when George Bush 
was starting the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. And there weren't enough military members to staff those wars. Mm -hmm. So journalists now refer to um, this time period as the backdraft because what he did to staff them is he called up the National Guard Mm -hmm. units from around the country and shipped them to Afghanistan. Um, So you had folks that signed up you know, to clean up after a storm who were suddenly serving um, in, a, in a war across the world. And in this little town, and in a, in a lot of little Midwestern and rural communities, people will sign up for the National Guard as a way to go to college, as a way to have a little extra money, um, and also like civic duty. Mm-hmm. And so there was this moment where suddenly, just if what felt like all of the young men were gone. Mm-hmm. And I was there bartending um, and their sisters and mothers and girlfriends were coming in. And um, my partner at the time was a combat veteran. And we had a lot of conversations about what it was like to be a soldier yeah. and um, what, how it changed you. And then when I was in the studio, uh, you know, so I wrote this song 15 years ago and now I have a child. I have a son. He's 10 and he's obsessed with Nerf guns and he idolizes his dad. And I... I I, my terror is that he will idolize his dad so much that he will want to grow up and join the Marines. And so while I was singing this song, it had shifted over time for me from this like desperate, um, please, please don't, don't go to war to a lover. What it's like to, to imagine, uh, please don't go to war as a, as a mother. Yeah. Well, Nicole, it's been a, just an absolute honor having you tonight. And uh, when you start releasing more songs, let's have you back and we'll play a few songs live. That would be great. And uh, your album is simply outstanding. And thank you so much much for being here tonight. And this is her song, What If You Don't? And we look forward to seeing you again soon. Thanks so much.
forgive yourself I know this much is true You're 
trying to tell me so Took a while to understand the beauty of just an angle Still would take an acrobat I already tried all that So I'm gonna let him She's an up all nighter, a hand and a shoulder and a referee. 
a real life hero if you ask me Cause those kids ain't gonna raise themselves Well, thanks everyone for listening in tonight. I'm Patrick, here with the mixtape each Thursday night at KSFLLP Portland, PRP.FM. That last song was Three Kids, No Husband by Brandy Clark, a Nicole recommendation. Thank again to Nicole for being here tonight. Really, really appreciate it. And want to thank you all for listening in and for supporting the Portland Radio Project. Be sure to check out our website, prp.fm, and check out our sponsors like Bill R. McCracken Accounting and Tax Services in Oregon City and Premier Motorsports. Thank you both for your support of Community Radio. You can join the McCrackens and Premier Motorsports and join PRP. Just go to the prp.fm and click the support button. Thanks again to Nicole for being here tonight. Really, really appreciate it. I'll be back actually tomorrow morning from 7 a.m. to 10 to cover Valerie Ring's show. Total honor to sit in for her tomorrow. So thanks, Valerie, for the opportunity. And thank you all for listening tonight. Take care. Going to leave you tonight with a band called Puss in Boots. And uh, the thing about this band that's amazing, it's Nora Jones, who is absolutely shredding on Neil Young's Down by the River. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. See you in the morning.
possible 